We're recording. We're recording live. Hello and welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter and with me in the room again is... It's Matt. It's Matt. Uh, And we just got done watching Ghostbusters... Afterlife. Afterlife. Uh, So that's what we're going to talk about, I think. What? What? What What have you been up to? Yeah, otherwise, yeah, what have we been up to? Um... Oh, it's been two weeks. What have I been up to? My family has been very sick. Uh, I still have a bit of a cough. Um, <coughs> there it is. Uh, other than that, not a lot. Um, trying to think what happened to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, mostly just sick. Trying to recover. Been sick for a while. Who? You. For the past, like, I'm really starting to wonder if it's like mainly because school's in and your wife's a teacher and surrounded by um, kids all the time. Yeah. I, I, and I'm not, I'm not nagging or anything, but I have noticed that you guys, on a regular, when I check in and see mm-hmm. what you're up to and stuff like that, someone is sick at home or yeah. you're all sick at home, and it's been that way for quite a few months. Ever since school started, uh, either back, like right when school started, Becca got sick, my son. Um, You're then, all fighting a, a, a germ or and something. And everyone got sick, and it seemed like we all got better, and then we all got sick again. Um, I think the last time my daughter did not get sick, but everyone else in the family was. Yeah, and this time, it's this one was really bad. Like, it, it was a really bad cough. Um, my wife is still fighting it, and it's not good. Uh, she actually got on an antibiotic because her cough was going for so long that it turned into an infection. Mm. Um, I didn't get it so bad, so I guess that was good, but my son's been coughing. My daughter's not as bad as everyone else. Like, I think she maybe was kind of miserable for like a day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we've just been kind of sick. I, we watched, um, the show, (coughs) excuse me, uh, Only Murders in the Building. Have you heard of that? No, I've never heard of that. It's, uh, it, it, what is it on? It's on Hulu. Okay. Uh, it's Martin Short, Steve Martin, and um, oh, the Gomez actress lady. Who's Selena the, Gomez? Selena Gomez. Okay. Uh, and it's about, they're, they live in this like fancy apartment in New York, or Manhattan, I don't know, uh, and somebody in the building was murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somebody in the building was murdered, and so then they start a podcast because they're re- they're trying to figure out who did it because the cops said it was a suicide. Okay. And uh, at one point, Martin Short was like, "Oh, we can we can double up and have a couple podcasts going." And then Steve Martin's character said, "No, only murders in the building." And so then that's the name of the show. Um, no, it was really good though. It was a good uh, murder mystery show. It pretty much kept me guessing most of the time. The, by the end, it was not who I expected to be the murderer, but it made sense. Okay. And so I, it was acceptable. Um, but it, they actually ended up solving two murders in that show, which was kind of funny. Um, but they were only murders in the building, so it was it, it, it fit the title. Um, other than that, no, we were watching Hawkeye, I guess, so that's three episodes in. We, I, we talked about that last four? time. Four? So. Oh, it is four episodes I in. I believe it's four. Yeah, 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 they released two on Thanksgiving. I forgot about and, that. Uh, yeah, we're up to four now. So we got two left. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but we're not talking about that today. Um, yeah, I don't know. What all, what, what's been going on with you? Actually, I forgot to bring this up last time. Uh-oh. So uh, I've been doing it for a couple of months now, but I haven't talked about it. And uh, we've talked about YouTube channels that we watch and stuff, mm-hmm. and we both really like maker channels. And yeah. uh, I've been binging a lot of Adam Savage. Mm, mm-hmm. And 
I can honestly tell you, I think I watched one a long time ago, but that's it. And I have never, I, I'll be honest, I've never seen Mythbusters. Mm-hmm. I only know Adam Savage's name from Adam Sa- from Mythbusters, mm-hmm. but I've never been someone that's indulged in Myth Mythbusters. Everyone has, I know. A lot of people have watched it. I watched, yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah, there. and but I knew who Adam Savage was, mm-hmm. and so I just started going down a rabbit hole of watching videos by him. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, he is one of the best makers I've ever watched. He is such a charismatic person. Yeah, and. He is so full of energy, and you can just tell he absolutely loves what he does. And I just get engulfed. And I'm a little selective with stuff that he does, what, what I watch. But I will mm-hmm. go down rabbit holes of just watching a lot of stuff. But it's really fun to see him not only make um, like carpentry things, stuff mm-hmm. like that, workshop stuff, but he also makes movie props. Yeah. He uh, makes costumes because he goes to comic conventions and mm-hmm. will go incognito in his con- in his costumes and stuff like that. Right. And he does a wonderful Q&A all the time uh, hmm. where he streams himself answering uh, patron, uh, patrons' questions. And he has a Patreon? Yes, he does. Huh. And, uh, well, last week I was off from work um, on my weekend and... I could not find Mythbusters on any streaming service. Yeah, it's probably not. Except on Discovery Plus. Yeah, okay. And so I finally said, you know what? Let's look at Discovery Plus. It's five bucks a month. Mm -hmm. And so I subscribed to it. And uh, I finally said, let's watch Mythbusters. Because it's not the only show he has on there. It's also... Mythbusters Jr., where he does it with kids. Hmm. Uh, that's one of the most recent ones. Mm-hmm. And then he has this thing called Savage Tests. Yes, that's what I... Okay. And I've watched a couple of those. I can tell you right now, after listening to him for a couple months, watching Mythbusters, that is the most scripted fake show I've ever seen. Uh, the test one? No, Mythbusters. Mythbusters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's... it is... Mm-hmm. Su- and I'm not saying what they're doing is fake, but the personalities... And the way it's formatted in yeah, is yeah. so scripted, it's a little jarring and distracting to watch. Sure, yeah. And um, especially considering there's an A team and a B team. Yeah. That's a little weird. Uh, and it's a little hard for me to get into it that much. I can't binge it. I actually go through and select episodes because it's a little hard to binge, especially the first couple seasons because they Adam Savage flat out says those are rough seasons. Is it Adam and Jamie always together? Yes. Okay. And then it's three other people who yeah, are the B team. The B team. Okay. And it's a little hard to watch knowing I've listened to his Q&As mm-hmm. because him and Jamie Hyman are not friends. No, they're not. They are not friends. Adam very much talks about how Jamie and I are not friends. We have never spent any time out of work together. <laughs> we have never had dinner privately together. Hmm. Uh, but I respect his creativity. And I and even Jamie Heineman said the same thing. We're not friends. We were paid to be hosts. Hmm. And they needed conflicting personalities. And if I was ying, he was yang, or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. That and that's what we were done. And Adam Savage actually talks about in the first couple seasons of Mythbusters that... There was a producer for Discovery mm-hmm. that was starting shit for drama because oh. of reality TV. And the thing was is him and Jamie figured it out. Yeah. And they put a stop to it. That's funny. But yeah, it's very interesting to... Uh, and so... <laughs> but yeah, hearing them talk about that where, I mean, uh, they both talk praise about each other, but they mm-hmm. both are very much like, we are different people. Yeah. We are not friends at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. And I never knew that. Oh, yeah. I yeah, never knew that. famous. 
they're famously not friends, from what I understand. Yes, and it, it doesn't show in the shows. Yeah, it do very much doesn't. Fighting. They're very professional with mm-hmm. each other, and they do say we fight, we fight, and it is a little weird because I've always known Adam Savage to be a charismatic person who's family friendly. Mm-hmm. He's very open and family friendly stuff. I tell you what, I was watching him on one of his videos, and he was tweaking with something with someone next to him, mm-hmm. and right when it get, he goes fucking perfect <laughs> and i was drawing on my and i went i'm gonna hit rewind on that <laughs> and i heard it and i go huh and then i've heard him bleep a few times and stuff and he apologized immediately and then i listened to a q a where he talks about how he's one of the most vulgar people anyone ever meets because all he does is scream profanities and he has a dirty dirty mouth yeah but he, he said he says that prof- he loves profanity yeah he loves cursing but he doesn't believe in doing it while being filmed because kids watch his stuff. Yeah. And he says adults cursing is the greatest thing ever. Kids cursing is gross. <laughs> and I, yeah. I respect that, but I was really thrown off that I've heard him drop an F-bomb here and there. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird because I think I watched like three weeks worth of videos from him. And then that one came on and I was like... Yeah, he seems like a really good guy in that sense, too. Like, because um, he gave a TED Talk on having... I've seen a couple smith- uh, clips of TED Talks with him. <clears throat> but he Well, the only one I ever saw was one that he talked about when he caught his son looking at pornography. <laughs> uh, but he had, like, a really good thing. Like, his... the I don't remember exactly what he said, but it, it was basically, like, along the lines of, like, y- you shouldn't be doing that, not because, like... Uh, like, cause his, his reasoning isn't like just because porn is bad, but it's like, because it will alter the way you, like you look at women, especially cause his son was also like really young. Yeah. And so he's just like, at the age that you're at, like you just, you, it's not the way you should be training your brain to work. Yeah. And it, it was just interesting. Like the, the thought process that he had through it. Um, and I thought it was a really good talk, honestly. He has a very amazing way of a thought of his thought process and the yeah. way he talks about stuff. Sure. And it's very unusual because he comes from a a design a making background. He yeah, he special, made movies. Or he did props or he, prop building for spe- or special he, effects. Maybe. Yes, he did yeah. a lot of the spe- he did special effects for a lot of big movies. He did. Uh, he worked on the sequel, the both Matrix sequels. Oh, really? He uh, he worked on Episode One of Star Wars back in '98. Um, he's listed off a bunch of movies and mm-hmm. uh, that he's worked on, and then that's how he met Janie Hyman because he had a production studio. Okay. And he's hired on. And I wanted to bring up Adam because, uh, and I said this during the credits, I'm like, of uh, Ghostbusters going, oh, oh, did I miss his credit? He made the Aztec Death Whistle. Oh, <laughs> he he did the Aztec death whistle in Ghostbusters Afterlife. He made mm. six or seven of them, and he de- and he did a video of him delivering them. He did it with his MythBusters co-host, uh, junior co-host, a uh, young teenage girl, mm. and he released a video the week Ghostbusters was coming out. Mm. And then he did a thing where he showed up at the house and did it because he's friends with Jason Reitman. Okay, and so he was commissioned. He was hired on to build that prop. Mm-hmm. And I gotta tell you, when I knew that was coming out, I thought that thing was gonna be in the background, and you weren't gonna see it. Yeah. My mind exploded because I already watched his videos mm-hmm. when that thing was actually part of the movie, not yeah. a huge part yeah. gag, but it is in the movie. I was shocked. Does it? Did it actually make that noise? 
Oh no, okay. no, no! It, it's 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 uh, plastic resin molded okay. and then uh, painted. Okay, that's, so that's, well, I assumed it wasn't as loud, maybe, but I thought maybe. It I don't even think it had a hole to blow wind in. Oh, okay. I think it was it was. I don't think it had any any kind of uh, wind pipe okay. to make it happen. But yeah, no, that's what I've been doing. I've been engulfed in Adam's building because mm-hmm. I love watching carpentry. Yeah, yeah. But I love learning how to build stuff, mm-hmm. and it has gotten me to want us to build something. Sure. And I've been working on. I've been looking at it. Um, I would like to build something for us together. Mm-hmm. And the thing I would like to do is, I can acquire everything for it, oh. or most of the stuff for it. I want to buy a toy. Uh, rifle, Boba Fett's rifle. Yeah. And I want us to sand it down, paint it, detail it, and weather it to make it look like an actual the gun from Boba that Boba Fett carries. The his, so is it his like long. Not Bo no Boba Fett. He has the short rifle. Oh okay. Uh, that rifle right there. I'm pointing at my toy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the one he uses in the movies. Not the not the Christmas special. Okay. No. Uh, no, not the Amban rifle. Right. But uh, I would like to make that, and I can get the toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a costume prop for Halloween and stuff like that. Sure. And it's, oh yeah 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 okay. Yes, and I would love to get that, and I want it to be uh, a together thing with us. So the thing I was thinking of. Um, was we both can work on the gun together, but I would like also to get uh, to buy the wood mm-hmm. and have you make a gun rack. Oh yeah. To put on the wall to put the rifle on. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at it and going, I can get that gun for thirty bucks, and then I'm probably gonna have to spend probably another thirty bucks on the paint mm-hmm. and the weathering and do all that stuff because you need primer. Uh, you're gonna need a coat of primer. You're gonna need the paints for it. You need mm-hmm. to do the weathering and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which that's all easy to get to. And then get the wood. Probably just need like a couple chunks of wood, and uh, make a rack yeah. to put on a wall to hang the gun on. Yeah, yeah. It just depends on what kind of wood you want. Cheap. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the cheap kind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking about doing something like that, and it's like this would be, That'd be really fun. fun to do. Yeah, I'm wondering too, like how hard it would be to 3D print that, like in pieces. Uh, I want. I wonder. There are 3D prints of it, but I wonder what's easier: buying the toy and then doing a sanding and doing it, yeah. or getting a 3D print and having to do with the sanding, the primer, the sanding, the primer, yeah, the sanding, that's, that's the cool. painting. And I did think about 3D printing too, but I figured it might be actually easier just to get the toy. Yeah, no, it would be. Um, well, not all of it would be 3D printed because like the the stock would be wood or you know the butt. I don't know what the words are. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, yeah. like there's a there'd be wooden parts and stuff too. But mm-hmm. it'd probably be better to yeah get the toy read and do that and just to see like after actually like having a scale model like what it looks like to see how easy yeah. it to build. That'd be a fun thing to get into for sure, yeah. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of prop building. Like, uh-huh. um, I don't, we're in my office at my place. Yeah. I don't have any here, but in my living room, I have a ton of props. Yeah, you do. I, I do like one-to-one props and stuff like that. I have a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Ghostbuster props. I have Transformer props. I have Dragon Balls. Oh, you I have a have, trap, don't you? Ghostbusters trap. And I got the PKG meter. I almost bought one at Target last week. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got it. I bought it. I bought it when the movie was supposed to come out. So uh, I, uh, I've got that. The trap sucks, mm. but the the meter's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I um, and I, two days left of Hasbro's crowdfund for Proton Pack. 
Oh. I want it so much. Is it li- like it's life size or one? One to one. Oh my goodness. It's one to one. How I much is that? Four hundred. That's it. Four hundred doesn't come with the wand. For oh. It doesn't come with the wand. Uh, you have to buy the wand separately. It's one hundred twenty dollars. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. Okay. And uh, it doesn't have the straps to put on your back. Oh my goodness. It uh, one of this is I have criticisms <laughs> for this whole thing. It's just the pack. It's modular though. You can take parts off like in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the first tier was the hose mm-hmm. to put up, to hook the wand up to. The second tier was plastic slime to put on top of it. Okay. Uh, a third tier was a books or marshmallows. Uh, a repaint of the slime as marshmallows to put on it. Okay. Stupid. Another tier was books and decals. Mm-hmm. And the final tier was a stand to prop it on. See, the stand should have been the second tier. Yes. Now, yes, it doesn't have the straps <laughs> to put on your back. Yeah. That's an Alice uh, straps, like a millet, like a backpack. Oh, okay. It's it's compatible. Yeah. Those things. Okay. Are, those things are like eighty bucks. Yeah. So it's you're just getting the backpack, and I think for four hundred dollars, you should get quite a few of those tiers in there. Yeah. Instantly. I think it's very insulting and bullshittery that the wand does not come with because it's part of the pack. Yeah, it goes in. Yeah. And you can uh, get that. Hasbro did release it, and they have it on pre-order again. It's Egon's uh, from this movie, and it does work with that and stuff. And, yeah. you know, I talk about Adam Savage. Him and the head designer of Hasbro, John Warden, they did a video revealing of it last week where they brought the pack, the prototype, uh, fully a working one mm-hmm. to Adam's workshop mm-hmm. and they took it apart and showed it off. And it's, this is my criticism for Hasbro. I wish they would stop doing these crowd funds in the fall to holiday season. Yeah. If this was in the spring. I can guarantee you, I would pay for it. I would have bought it. Yeah. yeah. I would have backed it up, but it's Christmas season. This I is have the family. worst time for kickstarting. They always yeah. do it. Yeah. All of them. Uh, the transformer one was August to the end, the beginning of October. Uh, the, um, the G.I. Joe one is going on right now. The, pro- mm. the Ghostbusters one. The Star Wars one just happened and failed. They always do them in What's the... F- the f- what was the one that failed? It was a Rancor from oh, Return of the Jedi. What's a Rancor? It's the thing that uh, was under in their job's well, I know what it is, but who would want that? Like, what? That, Not enough know. people did. Yeah. It failed. <clears throat> it sure. failed. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, unfortunately, I feel bad for the people who put who wanted it and put their names in for it, but yeah, yeah. It, it didn't it didn't succeed. I don't the Rancor I always thought it was an interesting monster. I just don't I, I just I don't know that I would have ever wanted a Rancor toy per se, unless I was just a huge collector. Yeah, a completist or someone who likes putting up things. But yeah, it mm-hmm. failed and right now they have a G.I. Joe one. I don't think that one's gonna pass either. Hmm. Uh the Transformer one this year did. Uh the Marvel one always does. The Marvel yeah. ones do almost within forty eight hours. What was the Marvel one? Was that the That was Galactus this year. It was Gla okay. Yeah, I know somebody who actually got it. Someone someone put in for it? Yeah. Or no, I think he has it. Or was no, it's it, not out yet. Was it the Comic Con? Well, there's a There's a Comic Con Galactus that came out about ten years ago. No, maybe it was something else. I swear he got there, Are you talking about the Sentinel? Maybe it was the Sentinel. The You're Sentinel, right. the Sentinel was, was last year's and it came out this year. It okay. came out a few months it ago. It was the Sentinel, yeah. I don't know anyone who has it. I uh but I, I watched reviews of it and stuff and yeah, I, I have not funded any of Hasbro stuff. Yeah. Not even the Transformer stuff. They made a three foot tall Unicron figure. I didn't Ooh. back it. Uh, uh we have a friend that did. Mm. Um uh they did another one this year. I didn't back it. Oh. It's not even a price thing. It, sometimes it can be a price thing, but um, I, I have to have some kind of attachment toward it, too. Yeah. 
Unicron was six hundred dollars. I wasn't gonna do that. Yeah. Uh, the new one that came out, Star Saber, buck eighty, hundred eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have done it. I didn't like a character. Yeah. And I'm not going to buy something that much. Like, that's too much. That's, yeah, that's a lot. Like, I can, I mean, these guys up here are that much, and I want those. But I'm not going to do a character I don't like. It's a waste of my money. Yeah. If they, I'm waiting for them to do one that I will back, though. I'm looking forward to it eventually. Sure, If I yeah. do, but not right now. Mm-hmm. I can't put the money on something that I don't have a, a true attachment toward. Like, if it's a character, like a small one that I can buy in a store that I don't know... I'll grab that. Yeah. I'm not going to spend almost $200 <laughs> on something, though. Sure. But, no, yeah, we uh, we saw Ghostbusters. Yeah, I was just going to transition there. I saw it three weeks ago, opening weekend. That was three weeks ago? Yes, it was. It was the day. It was, yep. Yeah, okay. It was. Uh, yeah. So you saw the day it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I texted you this week and asked if you wanted to go, and you did. So mm-hmm. we just got out of the theater and came over here. What did you think of the movie? Because I haven't asked you since we after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't talked about it yet. Um, no, I thought it was great. Um, I was that was a long movie. It was what seven, two hours long. Uh, set well, it started at seven. Uh, we got out at like nine oh five. Yeah, seventy nine. Uh, yeah, no, it uh, it did not feel like it was that long. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean. I'm trying to think like what I didn't like about it, and I don't know that there's a lot. I think I felt like the main character was too young. Phoebe. Phoebe, yeah. I thought she was great. I mean, she held the movie together. No, she did, and I thought that the character was great. I think just the idea that she's twelve. I don't know, like, and I think it just if I was a kid, I would have loved it. Um, and, and I'm gathering that that's why they did that. Like they were trying to bring in the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And and I think that's fine, honestly. And like honestly, like I, I don't think it bothered me that much. I think it was just kind of like she's supposed to be this genius, but I, I don't know many yeah, 12, she's a prodigy. I don't know many twelve year olds that are that smart, I guess. And the the goofy little friend kid podcast. Like, his name yeah, is podcast. His name is podcast. Oh, at one point I was just yeah, uh, near like the end when like the action was kind of getting up like ramping up and stuff, I'm just like, mm-hmm. Where are his parents? <laughs> Like, they never show his family. They never show his home. He, like, he, 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 he could be a ghost for all we he know. He lives in a dumpster. His parents have been dead for three weeks Right, now. right. Like, <laughs> that they, house was burned down. There's no reference to him having family oh. in that whole movie. And he's just hanging out, like, just walking around town by himself. And it's, you know, it's a podunk town in the middle of Oklahoma. And, I don't know, we grew up in a small-ish. I mean, this town's way tiny. I mean, you. I guess this is probably the size of the town you grew up in or i mean it has stuff i would probably i would say the town is probably the size of, of woodward okay yeah, i yeah, goes yeah. woodward that over a thousand because woodward ha- yeah woodward has restaurants and a downtown yeah. ish um and this town did i would compare it to your town that you moved away to uh i would say it was like dallas center Oh, yeah, 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 so... I'd compare it to Dallas Center. Yeah, okay, that's that's comfortable. And, like, yeah, I, I would have walked around Dallas Center probably... I mean, we... I, we, we did. Would, we walked around Perry. We walked around Perry, but when we, when we were in high school, when I'd come, we, we walked to the ice cream shop and stuff like that. I don't remember that at all. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's something that I did. Um, but, yeah. Uh, well, but just even in Perry, like, I would ride my bike across town, and that was a good-sized town. Uh, I mean, and during the summer, you know, parents would go to work and like, we would 
just have the run of the place. We'd have to walk around. Luckily, we were all relatively nearby each other, too. It wasn't yeah. too bad. It's not like we were all on opposite ends of the town. You were probably five blocks away from Travis, and I was probably about eight blocks away from uh, Oh, from I was much further from than that. You think so? It was at least a mile, two miles to his house. It wasn't too bad, We'd ride bikes. It was fine. And, I mean, going over to your grandma's house, like that, I mean, that was across town. Not too bad. I mean, from... I mean, this is getting into the weird weeds for a podcast, but... Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, I'd say about a 15-minute walk. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, maybe. I'd call it 15, 20 minutes. But, walk. like, mostly I, I would like to see a map of the town from the movie just because, like, it seemed like they were just walking everywhere. And yeah. just, like, you know, they, they were living on a farm outside of town. It was just, like, how... It must not have been too far outside of town. But just, like, they were, they were just walking everywhere. It just yeah. seemed silly. Mm-hmm. Uh... But they're kids, so that's all they can do. That's all you can do. Um, Drive illegally. And then they're doing that, too. But, uh, no, I, I thought it was good. Um, I don't even know what to say necessarily about it. Uh, I, I I guess the things that I thought were sh- interesting about it was, uh, oh, who, who was the guy that was the corpse at the end? The it was act- Evo Shandor. Yeah, no, but it was, yeah, Eva Shandor was in it. But uh, the actor, it was, uh, it was J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Uh, <laughs> Which uh, I thought was funny. J.K. Simmons basically dressed as Colonel Sanders. That is the, that is one criticism I have for the movie. That plot point was pointless and went nowhere and was completely unnecessary. It was a throw. He was a throwaway character. If you're going, and uh, you know, uh, he's a friend of Jason Reitman, the director, uh, and he's in all of his movies. Lee was telling me that, and my response was, then make him the hardware shop owner. That would have because funny. that dude had more lines than J.K. Simmons as Evo Shandor did. Yeah, well, and Evo Evo Shandor did not need to be in the movie. No, at all. that was so out of left field. Yeah, I imagine there was more to it, but they cut it. Yeah, there are some things in this movie that I noticed that had to be cut out. Well, the the fact that he was even there doesn't make sense because if he if he so in the movie basically they they're in the mining town where all the steel or whatever, the alloy, to yep. build the, the building in New York from the first movie. Yes. So, like, why would he build that building in New York only to go back to the this town to be buried? It's possible he died and his followers could have taken him back to that temple. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Um, there's some criticism that I do have. Now, I love the movie. I love the movie a lot. Oh, I love it. I thought it, yeah. it was great. 100%. Um, I do have some criticisms, though. Uh, the Evo Shandor thing's a criticism. Sure. Uh, I know this because I know about the movie. Mm-hmm. There's a third terror dog in this movie that is dropped halfway through. And they made a toy of it. It's called the Guardian. It's the Build-A-Figure with the current hmm. wave of toys. So, wait, wait, what, was it in the movie? Yes. Okay, so there was the dog, because at the beginning... There was Zool and Vince Clortho, and but in the book... There is a bipedal terror dog, and he's got horns that aren't going like this uh, to the sides. They're yeah. going up. Okay. He's the thing that gets out of the trap when they bust it open with the school bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I did notice its horns were different. Okay. Yes, that is the guardian, and he flies off, and then he's no longer in the movie. Why is that? I don't know, but he had a toy. Hmm. There had to be more to that. There's a third terror dog, and all the like. I looked up this movie for quite a couple of years. Yeah. There's talk about a third terror dog, the Guardian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's dropped. Hmm. It's dropped out of the film. Weird. Um. So that's a little weird. Yeah. Um. The other criticism I have, and it's not super bad criticism, but uh, I understand why it is. 
as an observation of the movie, Peter Venkman and Winston don't need to be in this movie. Like, the ending is very much a big fan service, and yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. But Ray's involvement uh, with exposition, mm-hmm. people were critical of it. I thought it was great. Um, he has a point in the being in the movie, of the of his portrayal in the movie. Janine does, too. Unfortunately, Peter and Winston don't. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. And I've talked to people and say, but the ending credits. I don't care about ending well, credits, though. I'd say the, it's, the, it's ending, the plot the, of ending, the movie. The thing, though, is the ending credits are clearly setting up more movies. Maybe, yeah. And Winston was key to that because he's the, the money backer. Yeah, they gave him a role where he's actually a successful, which is and, nice. And so it made, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense to then bring him into it earlier in the film to kind of start that transition. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was kind of weird. Like it's clear that like that ending was supposed to be a nostalgic, and it is reference to the first movie's ending, and it very much is. I mean, people criticize this movie's heavily criticized, yeah, and I think it's unjustified. Um, The third act, people complain it's just like the first one. This is a continuation of that movie. Well, it's a sequel to the first film. They're fighting. They're fighting the same villain. Yeah, it came back, and so clearly, I mean, so and it's a it's a ghost. God thing yeah. that requires a certain ritual to be able to yeah. exist. So it makes sense that the third act would be the same because it's the same ritual. Yes, and I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah, I just um, I I liked it, and then, but yeah, as just an observational thing of like Ray's portrayal is necessary. He's exposition. Mm-hmm. Janine is as well. Those are fine. By the end, they're there to make everyone smile, and I get that. Unfortunately, they weren't plot devices. Um, yeah, and I mean, partly too, like, the, it was not, they needed those extra proton packs because, like, the, the Zool is so strong. Yeah. But they could have done it, uh... With the kids all having them, too. They could have done it with the kids. Well, and then they ended up using, um, the traps that were set up in the ground. Yep. Which, and so, like, it was a little new, like, they could have done it, they could have done without them, for sure. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I understand why they're there, though. And you know what? I'll give them credit. It didn't feel like Bill Murray was sleepwalking. That was the first time in a long time where I've seen Bill Murray actually acting. <laughs> I'm nodding. I agree. Yeah, it's um, he. It was so good. <laughs> he is so awful in the 2016 reboot. I never uh, even saw that it's, one. It's bad. No, I'm not. Um, even he is sleepwalking and he is sleepwalking so much nowadays in his films he doesn't care and it's and he has a right to not care uh, he sure. has a right to I suppose but I was expecting the worst because he held up making more of these movies for 20 years yeah and uh, almost 30 and uh, but you know I get it, he, it no I'm I'm not gonna criticize Bill Murray's history uh, personally I don't like Bill Murray very much but it felt like he he cared. Yeah, well, and I appreciate that a lot. He wasn't he wasn't sleepwalking like yeah. so many so many older actors do nowadays, like Bruce Willis, who doesn't care what he's in anymore. Well, Bruce and Willis, Nicolas Cage, Nick Cage, a lot of these people, they don't care. They're yeah. there for a check, and that's it. And. Um, but it felt it felt genuine. It felt genuine. Yeah. Winston felt genuine. Ah oh, man, boy, Dan Aykroyd looks rough. So does Bill Murray. I mean, Bill Murray looks like the crypt keeper nowadays. Yeah, he, he looks a little. But man, Dan Aykroyd looks rough. Yeah. 
And, uh... <laughs> not Ernie Hudson, though. He looks the same. Black don't crack. No, he, he looks good. He looks great. Uh, um, I, I mean, uh... And I don't, I don't mind this. I was shocked that we did get CGI Harold Ramis. Yeah, uh, I was gonna bring that up too, and I don't know how I feel about that because just because he's been dead, how long has he been dead? Eight years. Yeah. Okay. So he died in twenty thirteen. Okay. So it's been like eight years, and he twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. And I don't know. I always find it weird when they put dead people in movies like that, but they did it. They did it in this movie in a way that worked. And it's the way that they should have done it in Star Wars, in my opinion. Because um, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, especially, when he was in uh, whatever... Uh, what was that? Rogue One. Rogue One. He looked CGI. And I, and, I, and I don't know why they did that. Because it's just like, this is Star Wars. They should have just made him a hologram. And it would have looked fine. And in this movie, Egon's a ghost, he's and he's a, covered in blue aura, and it's you can't so tell it, that CGI. And so it's fine. They used a stand-in. Yeah, um, well, they had to, obviously. And, yeah, they, yeah, they used a stand-in, and at first I wasn't sure if it was an actor or if it was CGI, because mm-hmm. you can't really tell. Well, yeah. Um, here, here's my stance on this, on using dead actors. Mm-hmm. I like that, oh, oh, sorry, I like, no, that he never, I like that he never spoke. He never spoke. That I, I I'm glad that they didn't make him talk, but yes. anyway, yes. Um, okay. With regarding dead actors in films. Mm. Is it any different than John F. Kennedy, Richard Nixon, Adolf Hitler being portrayed in films? Is it right. really that separate than using prosthetics? Well, okay, so that's different because usually, like, is if, it if you're making, yeah, because if you're making a movie about them, it's a documentary to a degree. Not a Quentin Tarantino film. Okay, yeah. It, uh, uh, once upon a Once upon a time in Hollywood was filled with uh, uh, the big. Uh, there was a guy playing Bruce Lee in that film, Sharon Tate. Uh, okay. Things like that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, that's weird. Um, like th- I mean, these are things that happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. fictional t- uh, period pieces. Um, historical characters are in films. Yeah, actors can be uh, dead. Actors are in films. Is and people get so mad about recreating a person in CGI. But is it, sure. is it any different than using prosthetic makeup? It is just another tool of yeah, yeah, making yeah. a character come back. I think it's just strange because it it is a character, and it's it, you know it's it's and they made it look exactly like the the guy who is dead now. Yeah. Um, I mean, is it? And, I mean, is it different than Taika Waititi looking like Adolf and Jojo Rabbit? Because he <laughs> does look like Adolf Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, th- I think it's just like, in my mind, is it more appropriate to CGI the character to look exactly like the dead actor, or would it be better to get an, another actor who looks similar? I mean, okay, I'll, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump used archive footage to yeah, yeah, yeah. superimpose himself into JFK, Nixon, uh, Lyndon B. Johnston, uh, uh, other people in there. Mm-hmm. Nobody had problems with that. No, no, no. and uh, yeah, and or Marlon Brando in Superman sure. Returns sure, using sure, deleted sure. footage. I think uh, what oh, what just popped in my head? Oh, okay, so Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, the guy who played uh, Dumbledore died after, what, the third movie? Second. Was it the second one? Yes. And they just got a different actor they who did. looked similar. 
Did they even address that he looked different? I think they did. No. Oh, I thought they did. No, no, no. There's nothing that changed about that. It is two old actors covered I mean, in old man makeup. They do look different, this though. Thing. It's, it's like, a recast. That's all it was. It was yeah, just a recasting. And that's what it felt like. And so... They did it with later Harry Potter movies when they got when Vern Troyer died. Or not even, even... I don't even think Vern Troyer was dead yet, but people got pissed that Vern Troyer was in a, in a Harry Potter movie because mm. people were mad. Mini-Me from Austin Powers. He played the goblin in the first Harry Potter movie, and then later it was portrayed by Warwick Davis, and he looked like a completely different character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, people, that was the thing about Harry Potter, is people were mad with... Ha- people did not believe Americans should be in those movies. They didn't like it that Americans were directing them, because Chris Columbus did a couple. Um, uh, yeah. And uh, Which is bullshit, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially considering that half of our, our American cinema is British actors with fake accents. Um, but, um, I, I, I mean, like I've said, it's like Forrest Gump uses archive yeah. footage and puts himself in, they put him, they put Tom Hanks in those scenes yeah. and they created a fictional scene of a person talking to a dead character. Yeah. And it literally CGI, in my opinion, is literally no different than heavy prosthetics makeup. Yeah. No. And, and that is a good point. Uh, Zack Snyder's movie, Watchmen. There's a dude. There, oh, there's a lot of historical figures in that movie with prosthetics. Yeah, Richard yeah. Nixon's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a new thing. No. The only thing new is the technology. It's just, well, and I think the the thing is is like usually you know if it's a different actor, if it's a prosthetic, if it's archival footage, you can tell that it's not you know that you can tell what it is and you know that it's different. Yeah. And so for some reason, it's just a little bit more unnerving when it looks real. I don't recall people getting up in arms mm-hmm. when they when when Paul Walker died and they CGI'd the shit out of his mm-hmm. existence into that Fast and Furious movie. Oh, wow. They used his brothers, they made full mm-hmm. on CGI faces. Yeah. Uh they used old footage. But they made complete CGI facial faces of Paul Walker hmm. to complete that movie. Yeah. If people are so mad, then why is no one upset about that? Instead, they call it a giant tribute to him when they yeah. should have canceled the film, counted their losses, and maybe taken some time and did a new mo- a different film. Yeah. Well, that's, that's weird, finishing the film like that, to that degree. They did it. They had his family involved and in hmm. everything. Now, some people have argued... Um, you know, nowadays they can just use your image. Do yeah. I believe that they should be allowed to use your image after you die? No. Um, I've had people say, well, the family said it's okay. I don't give a shit what my family says. <laughs> Why the hell should you care? Your family can whore out your image for money, and that's what they do. Yeah. However, as my examples, historical figures have been getting recreated in films. Actors have been getting recreated in films for years with prosthetics yeah. Yeah. or stand-ins. And sometimes you can't tell. Uh, the last Halloween movie, Donald Pleasance, the actor who played Loomis in the Halloween films, mm-hmm. they used an actor and they used prosthetics mm-hmm. to make him look like that. And people were shocked that it wasn't CGI. And mm-hmm. But you, you will get people who are mad about it. But at the yeah. end of the day, it's no different than makeup. It's a new yeah. form of makeup. And the, the thing about this, too, is like I, I don't know that I'm upset about it. I, I think it was just kind of, it, it feels weird because it was so, like, it looked like him. It really and, did. It and looked like an old Harold Ramis. It did. Because I, I, I was kind of expecting it to look like a young Harold Ramis. I don't know why. I thought Egon had been dead for years. I didn't realize this movie was going to kick off with yeah. him being killed. And that so, was a shocker. Yeah. And so the, then the fact that they made him look old, like it's just like, it, it, it just felt like he was still there. And, it, and I think that it just kind of brings, it, it just makes it sad, I it think. It does. It really does. And 
but the thing about this and, and this movie in particular and the way that they handled his character, it felt like a really nice tribute. It, the movie literally, the movie had him ending where he goes into the afterlife. He, his body, his spirit mm-hmm. disappears, the trails up into the sky, and the movie literally ends with for Harold. Yeah, and it, and it was way better than that last scene with uh, in Star Wars with uh, Carrie Fisher, like the scene where you just you know that this is the goodbye to Carrie Fisher. Uh, that it, fucking movie, right? Lies. Just that movie was so filled with lies, saying that they were not going to make a CGI Carrie oh, Fisher, and, and they they did it ridiculously. Yeah, but but the thing about the ghost, this Ghostbusters movie, like it, they did a really good job doing CGI, and mm-hmm. then they did a and just the story and the way that they got to say goodbye to him. Yeah, it felt really good. It and, felt good. I mean, this is a movie about Egon. Yeah, it was. It's about Egon's legacy. And I know I've had some friends that are mad because the time frame of his daughters doesn't match up. Yeah, um, how old is she supposed to be? The actress is, th- is 38. Uh, Ghostbusters 1 came out in 84. Ghostbusters 2 came out oh. in 89. Yeah, so she's thir- way too old. You know, here's the thing. But, I mean, who's to say how old she actually is? Her son is 15, her daughter is 12. Yeah. I am totally fine accepting that she could be 30. I'm totally fine saying she could be 32. Sure. And if you want to get mad about it and say that she's not, and my response is, go back and watch Ghostbusters 1 and 2. Egon's personal life is not in the films. She'd have to at least be 35. It's fine. To have a 15-year-old. Paul Rudd is 55, and he's playing a dude in his 30s. Holy crap, he's 55? Paul Rudd's 55. He looks good. Yes, he does. And he's, <laughs> he's playing a 30-something in this movie. Yeah, he clearly is. But if you want to think about it... And that makes that that date that they went on really disturbing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's playing a 30-something. Um, if you want to put that girl's real age in that thing, fine. She's 38 and Ghostbusters is 38 years old. Then he just thirty-seven years old. You know what? Fine. Get a, get a not, kid right when the movie was over. Not once is Egon's personal life in the either of those two films. Yeah, yeah. And well, I've had to tell people that, and I'm like, go watch those movies and tell me what Egon's personal life is, other than he collects molds and funguses, or well, uh, collects spores and funguses. Well, and it's established in this movie that he he leaves his he family. abandons he abandons his family, his family. and so it, it very well could be that he has a he had a, family. a child a family during the movies. He's just ignoring them because of Ghostbusters. It, I mean, it's very possible because she like one of the kids even says she never met him. Yeah. And so he, yeah, he could have had a kid and then just ignored his family. Yeah, I mean it's not that hard to leave because he just he, his personal life is not in the films. Yeah, his personal life is nowhere in those two films, and it's fine. And I mean, I granted, I argue that Ghostbusters two didn't really happen in this movie. <laughs> There's Ray's bookstore is the only reference. There's nothing in this movie that says Ghostbusters two happened. Well, and they only that ever movie sucked. They only ever reference yeah what happened in the first Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Like, they never mention the Statue of Liberty moving. Ecto one looks like Ecto one and not like Ecto one from the sequel. Yeah, covered in more shit. That's an interesting point. Yeah, like, I knew it. Basically, I knew it. Ghostbusters two didn't happen. Ghostbusters two is not a good movie. It's and piece Ghost, crap. but hey, it's not that good. It's, I, I, I don't know. It's really not very good. It's a carbon copy of the first movie. I liked it. Beat but for beat. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. It is a beat for beat carbon copy. Like they didn't do anything new with it. Um, sure, but. 
I knew going into this. I, I told Lee and him and I would get in arguments. I'd be like, mm. dude, they're not referencing anything. Now, I will say this. Ray's bookstore is in it. Mm-hmm. And the toaster is in it, too. Where was the toaster? It's in the kitchen. Oh, I missed it. No, I don't think it's, it's shot. But no, uh, I watched Adam Savage go on the, on the, on the oh. set. And they talked about Easter eggs. And they opened the cupboard, or it was already open, and they showed the toaster. And mm-hmm. Adam Savage goes, is that actually the box? And he goes, it is. Are you serious? And they go, it's the real one. It's the one they bought 30 years ago. That's funny. They found it in a storage. <laughs> and the toaster, it was the box, the Toastmaster. Yeah. The actual toaster was on the counter. Oh, man. Did it still have goo in it? <laughs> no, I don't I don't know. I mean, that's one thing about Ghostbusters, too. They talk about how Egon was having sex with the goo. Yeah. There's a line in it saying that uh, you're not sleeping with it, are you, Ray? And then they both look over at Egon, and Egon looks sheepishly, and Peter goes, it's always the quiet ones. <laughs> I always forgot about like those subtle jokes in these movies. Uh, I mean, they took out the whole sex scene with Ray and a ghost in the first Ghostbusters movie. Oh, yeah. That was actually a scene of them busting in a castle and Ray gets oral sex from a ghost. And the funny thing is, they treat it as a dream sequence in the movie. Yeah. Fun little nod. They're playing uh, the Ghostbusters theme song Mm -hmm. in that scene. They had to edit out the lyrics in that scene. Because Mm -hmm. right when she unzips his pants and stuff, the lyrics said, Bustin' makes me feel good. So they had to they had to omit that lyric out of the movie because it (laughs) it it just it was just a sheer uh, coincidental fate that that happened. That's funny. Yes. (laughs) I didn't yeah, I need to rewatch this. It's uh I don't remember some of this though. I I mean I here's the thing. I, I have Ghostbuster toys. Yeah. I have props. I am not a hardcore Ghostbuster fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a fan. I grew up watching them. I yeah. have the movies on D. De- I've I've seen them so many times. It's not a Transformers for me. Yeah. It's not a Dragon Ball Z for me. It's not a Star Wars. But it is it's it is something I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. And this was the movie that I was waiting for the past two years to come out, and I loved it. Yeah. I this... absolutely loved. I was I didn't break down in tears with you watching it. Boy, I did that opening oh. night. Yeah. That I... Ending that last five minutes or ten minutes is just. Really, really good. Yeah. As soon as Egon shows up. Once that hand shows up and it's like, oh, precious. Yeah. Uh, that was good. Um, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's... no, it was... Excuse me. Wow. No, it was a really good movie. Um, and I... I don't know. I think my biggest gripe about it, now that I really think about it too, is... And it's my gripe about anything like this where the the main characters are children is just like when the adults get to the point where they're just not listening to the kids mm-hmm. and they're shutting them out. They're shutting them down. And it's just like, so like at one point the kids are chasing a ghost through downtown and they destroy some uh, like signs and buildings and I guess trying to get a ghost and then they get arrested for destroying the town. But it's just like, seriously, nobody saw the ghost. Nobody was backing these kids up. Like, this makes no sense. Uh, yes, there's that. That and Bokeem, the actor who plays the dad, the sheriff. Yeah, um, yeah. Man, that dude, he got fourth billing credit, and he's in that movie for one scene. Was that who that was, Bokeem? Yes, he's uh, the oh. shocker in Spider-Man Homecoming yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great actor. I thought uh, I recognized him. I couldn't place him, though. He's in the new Halo show coming out. Hmm. Uh, um, if I have a true criticism for this movie is that the mom is an unlikable 
person. No, she, I didn't care for her. She's at all. extremely unlikable. She is a shitty parent, and she's not a great person. She is an irres. She's a bad mom, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have. She's just a. She's 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 just a piece of crap. They could have done a better job making. Like, giving her just a better relationship with her kids, at least. You know? At least, but she's the most irresponsible parent I've ever seen. In, like, she clearly, yeah, doesn't like being a parent. Like, she's no, doing no. it because she has to kind of thing. And I really don't yeah. understand the relationship. Like, they talk about the kid's dad and stuff like that. Sort of. Almost like, it's like, were you even married? I'd rather be more believable if you said that both your kids have different dads because that's the personality you have. That that was a weird thing because, like, they, they kind of, yeah, like, well, um, yeah, they kind of, like... It doesn't seem like they, she ever was in a long-term relationship. That was it, my assumption, honestly. Yes. I just assumed that she was never married and the, the dad just kind of, like, left. That's how it felt like. Because um, she's just an alcoholic. She can't yeah. keep a job. She can't pay even the basic fundamentals to keep her family alive. It's kind of garbage, her personality is. And, yeah, she had a terrible... She had zero relationship with Egon. Egon chose chose humanity over his family. Yeah. And it destroyed him for it. Um, It's a very touching scene, though, when she finds that he has legitimately been following her his whole life. Or her whole life, yeah, and, and it's it's has a like little, a collage of photos and yeah, stuff he and has things. had some kind of I don't know through grandparents or yeah, like her letters mom is, explaining what he's going had on, something. Yeah. It's entirely possible that who knows maybe he told her mom he had to do this and he has no choice, well, and she to... would send him pictures and tell like stuff. But he told her he told her don't don't tell her who anything is like just keep her away from me because I don't want yeah. I don't want anyone near me. Sure, I have to sure. do this, and. Um, I liked it. I did like the little touch in the movie that I didn't notice that the first time that the earthquakes are the cause of that that hole, that portal coming up. Yeah. And there's four proton packs shooting, mm-hmm. and they're all crossing the streams and going down. So it's crossing the streams that's keeping that thing at bay. Yeah. Um, and that kind of makes me wonder is they were all shooting three proton packs uh, when they showed up. It needs four, and that's kind of how it happened when Phoebe stepped in. Yeah. Um, that that's the thing that really has to stop it and things. But I did like the idea that the proton streams all do cross and then go straight down to keep that well at bay and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Didn't have Slimer. I appreciate not having Slimer. Slimer didn't need to be. I heavy. thought, yeah, the, the was his name? Muncher. Muncher. I thought that was going to be Slimer, and then it was just kind of a different. Like it was a very Slimer. It was a gluttonous ghost. Yeah, it was a very Slimer-ish character, but yeah. instead of eating cake, cake and stuff, I guess... He's he was, eating metal. He's eating metal and then spitting it out like bullets, which was a little extreme. Yeah, he was shooting out shrapnel like a machine gun. But uh, I liked the movie. Yeah, I personally, I don't want more. Yeah, this but we're going to get com- more. I don't know if we are. This movie only made $140 million. Oh, that's a good point. It didn't even make double it didn't I, even double its budget. I wonder if it's going to make it make its money back in... Three weeks, it's done. It's done. The, well, no, like in DVD sales, well, uh, the equivalent of DVD sales. I don't know if movies Downloads. really do that anymore. I don't know if home media can save films anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. You either make or you break. Do, do films make money off of being on Netflix? I assume they would have to. Netflix pays a licensing fee to yeah, the yeah, studios. Yeah. So I don't like, think they pay for the individual movies. I think they just pay a lump sum. But the thing is, is if enough people are downloading it on Netflix, not that Netflix ever tells anybody mm-hmm. what anyone's watching. Mm-hmm. What who made this is Sony so, and Sony doesn't have their own streaming service do they? Uh no they do not. 
Or Columbia. Yeah, so it'd probably go, it's probably going to go to Netflix. I don't even know if it'll go to Netflix. Really? I think it... Um, no, I don't know if it'll go to Netflix. So how? So you, so it's going to be based off rentals and, and there's downloads? Plenty of, yeah, there's plenty of stuff that's not So, streaming. I mean, there's, there's, there's ways to, that it could make money. I don't know if it will make enough, though. That's the thing. Like, home media doesn't make and break movies anymore. you got to mm. make your money in the theaters. And this movie got delayed for two years. That's the problem, I think. It's just, it was delayed too long. They waited. They, well, they, well they couldn't have even waited much longer because it had to happen in 2021. <laughs> this movie happened in 2019, and I could blatantly tell they CGI'd 2021. Oh, okay. I, I guarantee... Yeah, I... Well, even if it didn't took 2020, I could tell that that goddamn uh, one was uh, photoshopped. Yeah. I could tell, and... Um, it was pretty shadowy right there, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this movie was supposed to come out almost two years ago. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, this movie's been done for a while. Uh, this movie should have come out two years ago. It would have made Pandemic way better. Uh, yeah, there's still two big movies that have not happened because of, have not come out because of COVID yet. Uh, Morpheus? No. No, Morbius. Mor- no, Morbius. not Morbius. Uh, well, big I'm movies. Joking, obviously. Uh, uh, Top Gun? Top Gun. Oh. Top Gun still has not happened. Who cares? And, uh, exactly. <laughs> And Jurassic World 3. Also, who cares? That is a movie that has been done for over a year now, and the studio has flat out said there is too much investment into this movie to, to, to put it out. We are waiting till COVID is over. Yeah. I... That pisses me off that they're flat out saying there's too much money invested. Yeah. Whatever. The fuck, they released the first five minutes of that movie on YouTube, like, last month. Jurassic World? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they released the first five minutes. Speaking of which, too, I heard uh, um, Scarlett Johansson came to an agreement with Disney. Yes, she did. I don't even. They they didn't even say undisclosed. What it was. Yeah. I bet she made a decent amount. I bet she made probably twenty. I bet I bet they gave her thirty million. They probably gave her what she was. She made to twenty make. million off of Black Widow. Uh, her thing was she was she was projected to make fifty. I guarantee you, they cut her a check for thirty million dollars. Sure. And told her she had to keep appearing in Marvel stuff. Okay, well, what, what's she going to be in? <laughs> Flashbacks, who cares? Her movie came out two years after she died. <laughs> it's yeah. acceptable. They'll, they, I mean, Or she's going to do Disney movies. She'll be in Disney films or something like that. I guarantee they worked out some kind of agreement with her. Yeah. We'll give you this, but you have to do this stuff. And also, you can't talk bad about us. <laughs> and honestly, I felt like she handled it really well. Like, she never she really was, said she anything She was in the it. right. And she, she was. She was in the right. Even Kevin Feige said so. The only person who said wasn't was Bob Eager. And I yeah. think everyone had to say, Bob, give her her money. Well, and the thing, the thing though, too, is, like, I, she didn't go on any, like, she didn't talk about it other than just... She did not bash him. Every, like, the news just came out. She never, I never heard anything from her. No, it was her representatives. Yeah. Like, she handled it so well. It was her agents and her lawyers. They stepped in. Uh, And then you have, all right, this is, this is a little segue, not really, though, but speaking of which, so there's another guy, there's a new Sex in the City show out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called, and, and... and after all that, or something like that, or whatever yeah, I, it is. I don't know. I never watched the show. I don't plan on it. No, neither am I. But my mom <laughs> loved it, and that's why I I know about it. But I saw an ad for it, and Kim Cattrall's not in it. I don't know who that is. Kim Cattrall. She was one of the four women. Okay. Oh, you know her. She was in a Star Trek movie. I'm sure I do. <laughs> um, Kim Cattrall was one of the women. Okay. Uh, she's not in it because she um, she does not get along with Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, okay. Whatsoever. Okay. Like and she said she would not come back. 
<laughs> uh, apparently, Sarah Jessica Parker, who was a producer for Sex and the City, mm-hmm. um, didn't appreciate that Kim Cattrall's character was popular and uh. arguably just as popular as hers. Okay. And Kim Cattrall said that she was mean to her a lot. She wasn't friendly to her. She wasn't professional with her. Um, hmm. Kim Cattrall felt that due to her character's popularity, she should be given equal pay to sure. Sarah Jessica Parker and yeah. stuff like that, and right. she wasn't given it. And apparently, after Kim Cattrall's family member passed away, she started like bothering her, trying to be her best friend. And Kim Cattrall posted a big thing on Instagram saying to leave her and her family alone and hmm. stuff. And she, Sarah Jessica Parker never spoke up about it. It was... Now, I don't agree with celebrities using social media to attack others. Sure. I personally don't. And she did. Perhaps she was in the right and stuff like that, but I don't believe in using social media to attack other people. Mm-hmm. It's unprofessional. It's really wrong. Uh, celebrities do it all the time. Mm-hmm. But I think, going back to it, Scarlett Johansson did handle it very well. She didn't go on there and just just <laughs> yeah. tear it all apart. She didn't. She did a well, good job. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she didn't. I, uh, I just thought it was good. Good news to hear that she got paid. I'm glad to. Potentially. <laughs> and they both came out and said, we look forward to working with each other, which made me go, well, they gave her a big check and made her sign a piece of paper that said, don't you fucking talk shit about us. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that's how those work. And as long as she got paid, I mean, that's what her contract was, and what does she have to say then? Yes. She got paid. They should have not released it in on well, streaming, especially the, considering they didn't do it with Shang-Chi and Eternals. The next movie, yeah. Two months later, they Which had, they had I, Shang-Chi. Which, I out. wonder if they would have done the same thing with those if she hadn't raised a fuss. I think they would have. I think they would have put it on they, streaming. They learned their lesson there. I mean, especially because the next movie was a, was Shang, uh, Shang-Chi, a, like another minority that they cannot screw over. <laughs> Did you see Shang-Chi? No, not yet. You still haven't watched it? No. It's we good. have Disney Plus now, so I should. It's great. It's just, uh, we were busy watching, yeah, uh, Murders in, Only Murders in the Building and, and Hawkeye. I'm sure we'll get to it. It's pretty good. It's really fun. <clears throat> I, I actually That's like it. As I said in our previous podcast, I kind of regret that we didn't go see it in theaters, but we just didn't yeah. make time. Well, it, it was, yeah, it was kind of the timing. Um, Our timing was rough. We chose to go see Venom instead. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, because they came out close to the same time. Uh, and we... <coughs> that was good. We never... We never bothered with et- Eternals. Yeah, actually, uh, <laughs> I told somebody at work I was going to a movie today, and they're like, oh, you're going to go see Eternals? I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't know that I'm ever going to see Eternals. I don't know. I mean, I will probably force myself to, but man... If it has any bearing on the MCU, maybe, but I can't imagine it does. Uh, I am someone who always gets those the Marvel movies on day one of Blu-ray release. I don't have Black Widow. <coughs> I don't have Shang-Chi. And I, I, I need to pick them up. I pussyfoot around and don't get them. Yeah. Um, man, Eternals is one that I have a, ready, a sleeve ready for. I have like five or six sleeves in my... Uh, collections ready to put in there. Sure. And I just kind of look and I'm like, one of those has to go to Eternals, but man, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I read the plot of it already and I'm just like, okay, yeah. whatever. But it's basically there's like these super beings that have been on Earth this whole time and they never bothered helping. Boy, it's another attempt of going... Well, Inhumans wasn't very good. Let's try the next iteration of Not Mutants. Yeah, <laughs> but now, but now they have the rights to mutants. I tell you, but it's too late to introduce them. <laughs> rumors are Hugh Jackman's gonna be Logan in Doctor Strange too. I'm okay with that. I'm like fine. 
whatever. Yeah. It's been a few years, though I really wish that they would stop doing it just because that Logan, that finale with Logan, that ending with Logan was so good. That, that was a very I don't want to see more. Yeah, yeah. But if they do, it has been a few years. Um, if they introduce Logan, do you think they're going to introduce Deadpool in the same movie? I... I, I firmly think that Deadpool is going to be an ending credit scene in Doctor Strange 2. Okay. It's multiverse again, mm-hmm. which, boy, they're really beating that horse, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, that's that's this, that's what this phase is. That's what it is. It's the multiverse. I think they, um, I think, at first I was thinking it was going to be Spider-Man, but everyone's like, you really think that they're going to let Sony have that one? Or put that in a mm-hmm. Sony one? And I said, you're right. He's got to have some kind of mid credit scene with Doctor Strange then. Probably. What What do we get after Doctor Strange? Uh, Thor. No, he's not going to be in Thor, probably. No, he won't be in Thor. Doctor Strange is the perfect spot to put him in. Sure, yeah. And I think that the credit scene for... If he's not in the film, the credit scene for uh, No Way Home is going to be Venom. Probably. I don't have faith he's in the movie unless, boy, that's a well-kept secret. Yeah. Um, that's a really well-kept secret, but hey, you know what? There are only five Sinister Six members that we've seen so far. The Sinister Five, yep. Yep. That's what um, I firmly think that, if anything, Venom is going to be a credit scene. Yeah, probably. It I needs mean, to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's weird that they would go to all that trouble to make a... Like, to bring... They have five a, Sinisters. They have five members... They have five villains, I guess I should say. It screams Sinister Six. There's got to be a sixth also, one. Who's the Black Spider-Man? Oh, that's Peter has so many suits in this movie. It's just one of his suits. It's one of his suits. He's got five suits in this film. It just it doesn't look like one of his suits. It's it looks like one that can looks fight. Cool. It looked like one that he's using to fight Electro. Oh, because it's padded. Yeah, because I was just like, it looks padded. But mm-hmm. yeah, to fight Electro, that makes sense. Yep, and uh, I've seen some more of this stuff that's out. I'm a little bummed that it is true that these are characters that are not continuing their story that they have been plucked out of their movie. I saw a new TV spot with Doc Ock where he attacks Peter and he goes, what have you done with my machine? Which means he did, it's it, he's plucked out before that Spider-Man 2 ends. Uh, Norman, mm. apparently some people have frozen shots of Green Goblin and he's digitally de-aged as well. Mm. The only one that's weird is uh, Electro because he yeah, looks... Electro's completely wrong. He's got hair. Speaking of which, last time we Different spoke... Different outfit. Yes. Last time we spoke, I, uh, I finished uh, the Amazing movies. Amazing Spider-Man? Yes. Yeah. I finished, uh, I, I watched Amazing 1 and I watched Amazing 2. Okay. I'm just going to say it, and I said it in our group chat, that Amazing Spider-Man 2 gets shit on so much, but it is the best and most faithful interpretation of Peter Parker as Spider-Man they've ever done. Yeah? Yes. Sure, okay. Everything that Peter is in that movie and Spider-Man is, mm-hmm. is, is perfectly representative of what Spider-Man is in the comics. Um... I love the emotional stuff with uh, with Peter and Gwen. Yeah, yeah. Peter. It, it, the thing is, people argue this that Bruce Wayne is Batman, mm-hmm. and that's all it is. Batman is the actual real character. Yeah, and yeah. And Bruce yeah. Wayne is fake. Right. Peter Parker is not Spider Man. Spider Man is Peter Parker. Like Spider Man's the alter ego. Is what you're saying? Spider Man is just a mask that Peter wears. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, is yeah. not Spider Man. Yeah. And like the thing is, is that movie captures it perfectly. Where even though if Peter wins the fight, he still loses at the end. Mm-hmm. He always does. Mm-hmm. He ha- it's it's all about sacrifice with Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't he can't get everything he wants. He never has and he never will. 
Um, that movie's perfect representation of that. Mm-hmm. But he overcomes. Mm-hmm. People can bitch about how they the rhino thing at the end wasn't concluded. It was a spin. Whatever. It didn't matter. You know he wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but that scene of uh, that little boy dressed up as Spider-Man and running up to him and Peter and Spider-Man coming up to him, that is what Spider-Man is. Mm-hmm. He represents... He is the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that's what his title is. He represents New York. He represents everybody, and he fights for them. Mm-hmm. And the biggest criticism I have with the MCU films, other mm-hmm. than everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. is they're... The people Spider-Man saves in those movies are essentially faceless people. They have no contribution to Spider-Man whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the Raimi movies, one of my favorite things ever is when the Green Goblin shows up, uh, Peter's swinging in, cuts to a woman. Look, it's Spider-Man! And later on, you've got people on the bridge chucking stuff at the Goblin. They're going, you mess with Spider-Man, you mess yeah. with all of us. Second movie, he saves everyone from the train, and they're picking up and carrying him. His mask is off. They hand it back to him and say, we won't tell anybody. Yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi did an amazing job putting the civilians involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Rewatching the injured Garfield ones, same thing. Mm-hmm. My God, this is a movie where Pete, where Spider Man is fighting Electro, and at one point he's he's in a group shot with firefighters shooting a fire hose with the fireman, and he's wearing a fireman hat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Spider Man. Yeah. that's what the character is, and that's why I say that the people shit on that movie, say it's a terrible fucking movie and stuff. But you know what? Plot-wise, structure-wise, maybe, but it captures Spider-Man perfectly. Yeah. It captures everything that he is. Yeah, they do. And I am not going to lie. That movie came out seven years ago. I watched it last week, and I had tears going down when Gwen dies. Oh, yeah. It is heartbreaking. They did a good job with that. They did an amazing job. It sucks so much. I had seen the movie before, maybe once or twice. I don't go back and rewatch it much because it is a little struggle for me, Mm -hmm. but I am literally watching that scene of her hanging on Mm -hmm. the webbing. And I am literally, knowing the movie, how it goes, going, no, don't. Yeah. Please don't. Please don't do this. Like, it is heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. And, well, and I think, I mean, the, the kind of the way you're talking, too, uh, what makes me think the problem with the MCU Spider-Man is they never showed him, they never really show him fighting in New York. They've only ever shown him working with the Avengers. Yes, and that's the big problem too. And I mean, well, I guess I guess the first Spider. Well, no, because the first Spider-Man movie, he's working with Iron Man. He is, or he gets gets grounded from him. I mean, the biggest fight that they have is they fight. I mean, he has He's in Washington. He fights at the the final battles on a beach at Coney Island. Right. Um, The second movie, it's not New York. and there are some audience, there are some civilians in this. There's the guy, Spider-Man, do a flip. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. And yeah. that's it. It's, he, he, he's not, I can't tell you how many times I had to hear an MCU, I rewatched the MCU once too, Ugh. but very <laughs> going, I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And it's like, there are scenes of him like directing traffic and crap like that, mm-hmm. but the people aren't helping him. Mm-hmm. The new movie, boy, man, he's public enemy number one. Well, that's how the comic was though. In a, it's finally getting to a third movie and they're doing it. In the first Amazing, now Sam Raimi movies didn't do this, but in the Amazing movies, holy crap, the police are after him. Yeah. I kind of forgot that uh, that Dennis Leary yeah. kept saying, man, he is public enemy number one in that movie. They are trying to capture him because yeah. he's getting in the way. Mm-hmm. And then by the second movie, everyone's like, yay, Spider-Man. I'm like, well, yeah, he's a hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but man, just watching that movie and just seeing how much of a 
how much Peter gets shit on and beat down. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's Spider-Man. And I read the comics. Yeah. <laughs> I read the comics. Peter is a loser. It's really unfortunate. I do disagree when people say Andrew Garfield was too good looking to be Peter Parker. I'm like, no, he Who represented Peter perfectly. He looked like Peter Parker. Well, and Peter Parker's not... Peter Parker's not an ugly kid. No. 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 Um, I I don't know. I'm, I know they announced that uh, they're working on a fourth one. They're planning a fourth Another Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Yeah, they're planning a fourth one. Amy Pascal came out and said, we're working on a fourth one. Oh, and sure. it's like, okay, does Tom Holland know this? Because Tom Holland doesn't really want to do these anymore. Oh, really? He did something stupid a while back where he he flat out said that if he's still being Spider-Man in his 30s, then he's made a mistake. <laughs> he said that. He's like, if I'm, still playing Peter, if I'm still playing Spider-Man in my 30s, I've made a career mistake. I mean, I get what he's saying. I do too. I mean, uh, little Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> well, and they they need they, the problem with those movies too is like they need to learn how to move on. They do. Like they need to bring in a different Spider Man. Maybe I don't know. Like I mean, I'm not ready for Miles, but you know, yeah, Miles has his own movies. First trailer of Spider Across the Spider Verse came out. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Part one. Oh goodness. Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 and Part 2 will come out one year later. They're splitting it in half. Okay. I'm like... Sure. Fine. I, I, I liked the first one, so... I know Silk is in it. I Maybe Silk is in it. Um, oh, Spider, Spider-Woman's in the new one. Well, they ha- Sil- they Sil- haven't announced anyone. I know the Japanese Spider-Man, the girl. Yeah. Uh, she's apparently coming into it. Mm-hmm. Noir has not been confirmed. Ham has not been confirmed. No, Ham Pe- is unnecessary. Gwen, Peter B. Parker, Miles are confirmed. Hmm. Uh, Jessica Drew has been confirmed. Those are the only four that are uh, cemented that are going to be in the movie. They, they're casting yeah. is for it. Well, no one else. Silk should have been in the first one. Well, because she's, she's in, a complex character. To, well, she's in the choose. comics though, like uh, in the multi the Spider Verse, isn't she? There's a lot of characters. I mean, Kane's in Spider Verse. Uh, Silk is a weird one. She's a girl who was in Peter's class apparently that also got bit by the spider. Peter got bit by, and she yeah. got locked up for 15 years or something like that. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. So she's not. She got retconned into always being around, apparently. So she's not a, a multiverse character. No, she's a six one six. She was okay. one of Peter's classmates, and after the spider bit him, it bit her. Okay. And she got locked up in a safe for like 15 years. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Why not? Yep. And well, then once she got out, something got messed up where her and Peter just started boning. Well, yeah, okay. And that then, was weird. Their hormones just exploded because they were like supposed to mate. The spider stuff. Well, my problem then too is also bringing Spider-Woman into it. Because Spider-Woman was not a spider variant. Like, she, she no, was... not a, at all. Like, she never even had spider abilities. She just I'm, is an acrobat, isn't I'm, she? I, I couldn't tell you. I don't I'm pretty sure that that's her, that's her background. I know I know what ultimate Jessica Drew is, though. I yeah. I don't know if they're going to go that route. She's a female clone of Peter. Yeah, no. I, well, I don't know. They might, But then again, it's across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. So this may be a Jessica Drew that looks like the regular comics, but she has a completely different origin. I know yeah. Gwenda. I know Spider-Gwen does. She has a, a fairly different origin. Uh, Peter sure. B. Barker has a different origin. Yeah. Not really. I mean, Peter B. Parker is... That should, man, that should have just been voiced by Tobey Maguire. Because <laughs> that's that's Sam Raimi's Peter Parker as, in that yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see, though. Um, I I do like the Spider-Verse movie quite mm-hmm. a bit now. I just don't like the artwork and uh, the design of it. And boy, True. I watched that trailer. And it's like the first five minutes. That's all. Two, two three minutes. Mm-hmm. And it picks up immediately where the first one left off. 
And <laughs> boy, I was watching it going, oh man, still this design, this art style, it's a little rough. Yeah. So fuzzy and like weird outlines. And I'm like, this is going to be a little rough. And I understand it's supposed to be similar to comic book, but I don't like the frame rate is kind of janky with Miles. Oh, yeah. Well, That's it's one... another cell shading thing, isn't it? No, it's actually purposely. Oh. Uh, okay, so Miles and his everyone in his universe does a uh, a frame rate thing. Yeah. Gwen doesn't have it. Mm. Peter B. Parker doesn't have it. Okay. Um, Noir has an unusual fr- uh, an unusual style himself. Yeah. Not yeah. just because he's black and white. His 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 movement is altered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spider Ham is too. Well, Spider Ham's more Looney Tunesy. He's more Looney Tunesy, and the Japanese one, she has anime movements. Yeah. Like her frame rate is it's fluid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's different, but yeah, I didn't notice that. But yeah, Miles' mm. his frame rate is a little skippy. It almost looks stop motiony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Gwen doesn't have that. Because she's not from the... Yeah, yeah. Yes, it, it depends on who it is. Huh. And I'll have to watch that, yeah. It's, it's unusual. I think the person who's most fluid, though, is the Japanese one, but it's also Peter B. He does not move the same way Miles does. Yeah, well, Peter B's... The style of him feels more like, I guess, traditional cartoons. I still love watching that movie and them doing Peter B's origin, and it just cuts to him in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Crying. <laughs> and it's just like... It's like me being 37 going... Yeah, I know what that's like. <laughs> oh man, and I still I actually brought, I took my Peter B toy uh, to work, and I have uh, we have these little um, inflatable um, unicorn, like you know, uh, like to go swimming like an inner tube, but it's a unicorn. Yep. They we have tiny versions of those. Okay. At work, it's an inside joke. Okay. So anyway, I grabbed one and I put Peter B. Parker in it with his pop, <laughs> and so he's sitting on my desk just waving at people as they walk by, enjoying his cola. <laughs> I enjoy that. I um, uh, yeah um, a good character. Um, it's just boy, it's what happens when things get really bad for Peter and he gives yeah, up. Yeah, and I I like that they did that. I like, do that too. they kind of made a depressing Peter Parker because it did. makes sense. Yeah, it's a Peter that's kind of given up and stuff. And boy, I'm a little disappointed with No Way Home where they're plucking characters from their own movies. I was very much yeah. anticipating an aged Green Goblin that survived, and he has been ruining Spider-Man's life. Just kind of in different... Yeah, so it's the, the same characters, but from different universes. I'm even. curious to what sure. Toby is. I'm curious if Kobe, Toby's de-aged or if he's older. That I hope that they're older, that they're whatever age they are in real yes. life. Yes. Uh, granted, though, the de-aging of Alfred Molina, I can't tell. He looks fine. I yeah. can't tell. They did a good job. I love that his arms have absorbed... Uh, the nanotech in Peter's costume. Mm. Like in the trailer, it shows that his arms morph because apparently he gets a hold of Peter's nano costume and his tentacles uh, ad- uh, uh, assimilate it. Hmm. That's why his tentacles are red in this movie. Um, uh, okay. I look forward to it a lot, man. This movie comes out in a week. I really can't wait to see it. Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, the movie's out by the time this is out. So. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we're running on an hour 15. So okay. We should wrap up. Yes. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. I, just I got nothing else. Uh, this will probably be out by Christmas. So, yeah, so Merry Christmas. Yeah, this will probably be out right before Christmas if we follow our roughly about two week scheduling. Yep, yep. So we hope everyone had a good Christmas. Um, Christmas will be 
falling on our next recording, so oh, we may have we'll to, to figure something out. We may, well, yeah, we can't do it Christmas Eve. We can't do it Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. We'll be if we did, it would it would be a thing, but I don't think either of us are expecting to. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Maybe we do it the day after Christmas, or maybe we just skip a week and and spend a holiday. Yeah, we might have to skip a week, I guess. Which is acceptable. Sure. So we hope everyone has a good holiday. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.